It's the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon. It's Simon. Uh, Simon in French, of course. Welcome to the Rendezvous. I want to start the show with a little story from a friend of mine who uh, called me last night before the show and said that her boyfriend is annoying because all he wants to do is watch video games to relax. And she doesn't know why he doesn't want to talk to her instead of video games. So I just want to say this, that um, men have to work uh, and women have to work have a different way to relax and chill. So we have to respect each other's ways. Uh, and some people have a glass of wine, some people watch video games, but I would not advise my friend who told me that to change his habit or try to convince him to do otherwise because each of us have a different way to unwind from work. So just keep that in mind. If after a long day at home at the office, your partner is doing something that gets on your nerves, best is to leave the room because everybody needs to unwind in their own way. So tolerance is not an ugly word in relationships. Your calls are next. If you have a question for me about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Kela. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Kela. What's going on? How can I help you? Oh, okay. My boyfriend and I have been dating about a year, but we started quarantining together and we've spent more time recently together than ever. So his mother, she came over and dropped off this little figurine of a figure that looks just like her. So he was flattered and he loves it and he loves his mother. So they put it in the living room. So now there's a tiny figurine of his mother in our mm-hmm. living room. And, you know, we were, it was just the two of us. And now it's the three of us with this creepy figurine of his mother. And honestly, like, that's the weirdest thing that I could have ever imagined happening. So I don't really know if this is like very strange. I should run. Run. <laughs> no. I I don't think it's that dramatic. Okay, so you said the word creepy. Is it the way it's painted? What's creepy about this figurine about his mom? It's a figurine of his mother, first and foremost, and it's staring at us. <laughs> Every time we <laughs> All right, but the what's the difference room, between that and a picture of his mom staring at you guys? Huh. I guess the fact that she had a tiny figurine made of herself. Yeah, that's that's kind of original, I must say. Um, but now, what do you think? I mean, is, is, do you find this as a reminder how close he is to his mom and you find him too much to be like, you know, one of those mama's boy? Is, is that a reminder of that situation? Why do you think it gets on your nerves so badly? I think that's a little unhealthy, yeah. Okay. But it's not the end of the world, right? It could be way worse. It could be a major addict. It could be, you know, abusive. So if the only problem, if you look at it like this, okay, I got this great boyfriend. Well, he's a bit too close to his mom, but there's a figurine that is just an object of no, you know, you could turn it around. Nobody would know it's not looking at you. And so on the layer is, I feel like, you know, an insecurity from you and, or like you said, you know, a competition. Do you feel like that? Um, I, I mean, just because we've spent so much time together recently, it is a weird thing to learn at this stage of the relationship. It just seems like very strange, and I don't, I, I don't know. So let me ask you this, because I don't live with him, and it's not my boyfriend. If you could now, would you say that's enough for me? I want out. I mean, not over that. I mean, if if we got like one in every room, yeah, that's too much. Okay, so we can agree that you just leave it alone. 
I think you can have fun with it, use your sense of humor. But uh, the most important is not the figurine, but the relationship itself. If it's all good there, leave it alone. That's my advice. Thank you, Simon. You got it. Have a good night. You too. Coming up, I'm going to go answer Bill's email because he's pretty shocked by a question his wife just asked him. So his email is next. So I received this email from Bill at therendezvousshow.com because his wife, listen to this, his wife asked him for an open marriage. And uh, she said to him that she was not happy with him for a while and she still wants to be married because of their kids, but she would like to start just dating other people too. Bill is super shocked, doesn't know what to do, and asked me, Simon, should I just let her date other men or not? That's a very, very deep question. If you're married or in a committed relationship and your partner asks you to open the relationship or the marriage, should you let that happen or not? My answer and advice next. What would you do if you've been married for a long time, you have kids together, a new partner just came to you and said, you know, I'm not so happy anymore romantically and I would like to open the marriage. Basically, I would like to date other people than you. What would you say? And that's why Bill sent me that email at therendezvousshow.com. Simon, should I let her, about his wife, date other men? And my answer is, it's so important to discuss why she's thinking like this, that before you decide whether yes or no, she should date or not date other men, you guys have to go to counseling, you have to go to couple therapy, and you have to try to fix this and not bring a third person if you're not comfortable with it. If you're okay with it, Bill, but you don't seem to be, then it's all good. Everybody dates, you open, you date, she dates. If you're not comfortable, don't lie, don't pretend, have a great conversation, but not just you and her alone, with a shrink in the middle. And that's my advice. I hope it helps. You call the next. If you have a romantic story you want to share, Call the rendezvous now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Grace. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Grace. So I understand you have a personal romantic story you'd like to share with me tonight. I'm, I'm all ears. Oh, I, so when my boyfriend Mark and I started dating, um, we uh, took a little trip and uh, we took a jet ski out on the river and when we were out there, we saw a bunch of dolphins, which is rare for rivers, but it feeds into the ocean. So we saw like 20, 30 dolphins. And wow. it, was, it was magical and like the coolest thing that I'd ever seen in nature. And when we were there, that's the first time he told me that he loved me, mm -hmm. uh, which is, you know, I, of course, said I love you, too. And, um, but now our code for saying I love you to each other is we mm -hmm. make dolphin noises at each other. So like what? Whenever we, whenever we mean to say I love you, we go <laughs> like dolphins. <laughs> and it's wow. really funny because I know I can he'll be at work, you know, um, like we'll have a call and he'll be at work. And at the end, he goes, <laughs> <laughs> and I know that everybody around him, and when I do it, like, I'll be at the mall asking him what he wanted me to pick up. And then at the end, I go, <laughs> and everybody oh stares at me like I'm crazy. But we think it's funny. <laughs> I, I love it. I think it's very funny. I Listen, I, I love the spontaneous and, and the way you do it. This, what a code, right? No one would understand but you two. I'm glad you shared that story. I mean, this, <laughs> this, 
This, this is unique. Thank you so much for sharing that. That was very funny and romantic. Thank you, Grace, and have a good night. Thank you. You too. Coming up, I have an email to go to from Mark because he went to ask his girlfriend's father for permission to propose to her and something really weird and strange happened. So his email is next. So I received an email at therendezvousshow.com from Mark who goes, Bonjour, Simon. I, I just asked my girlfriend's father for permission to propose to her and he said no. He thinks we're not ready, but I want to marry my girlfriend and I've known it since the first time we met. So should I propose anyway and hope for the best or should I tell her what happened and see what she thinks first? That's a great question. If you go ask your girlfriend's father for permission and he says no, what should you do? I'll give you my answer next. What should you do if, like Mark, you go ask your girlfriend's father for permission to propose to her and her dad says no? So Mark goes, I'm ready to marry her. I'm ready to be with her for the rest of my life. I've known that since the first time we met. So Simon, should I propose to her anyway and hope for the best? Or should I tell her what happened first and see what she thinks? Um, I think in this case, you should tell her what happened and see what she thinks. Um, it is important enough and shocking enough that she should be aware of what's going on. Because if she says, oh my God, you know, maybe we should rethink that, then you better not do it. If she says, listen, ignore my dad, he's like, you know, out of it or he doesn't have his say or I don't know, whatever reason, then you can go with it. So my advice is absolutely tell your girlfriend what happened, see what she thinks and go from there as a together decision. Good luck with that. Thank you so much for the email. You call the next. If you have a question for me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Alice. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Alice. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's going on? How can I help you? Thank you. And oh my gosh, I love your accent. <laughs> oh, thank so you very nice. much. <laughs> um, you. Oh my, so I'm going through a situation where I broke up with my ex-boyfriend over eight months ago and I thought I gave him enough space um, after our breakup, but it turns out that any time we are at the same place together, he normally has the uh, staff ask me to leave. So there's this really cool bar that I like to frequent, um, but whenever he is there, I'm usually asked to go home. So wow. I'm not sure if maybe I should reach out or just maybe stop going to that location. Now, I'm a bit surprised. I mean, it's been eight months. Yeah. And has there been any, any um, drama at the bar before? Is there any reason? Well, he is a comedian, and he normally does comedy night there. Uh, so comedian. if I go to the show, normally I'm asked to leave because he feels uncomfortable is normally what he has told the bar. So the bar, I think, because they've hired these comedians to be there, they kind of take his side. And is that every night or only if he's there? It's only when he's there. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's be fair. Let's, let's imagine that you, for instance, are a physical therapist and you, you had a tough breakup with him and he would come to the gym when you're working with a client, it would disturb you. So I think it would be wise when he's there not to insist. I mean, it's only a bar. And my okay. idea of a compromise is not reach out to him, leave him alone. Just uh, when he's there, just don't go. And when he's not there, you go. Uh, he's working, trying to make some money. And maybe his feelings are not over for you. Maybe he wishes he was with you. I don't know. But my advice is to just not interrupt the universe and just 
don't go when he's there, leave it alone. Right, right. Understandable. So, yes. Yeah, I, I did end up getting a te- The last time I was there and he was there, he, he texted me asking me why I was being spiteful. So he seems to think that I'm only there to spite him. But I never respond to his messages, um, which is why I wanted to ask, is it something I should talk to him about or just not show up when he's there? No. Listen, I mean, I'm sure there's other great bars. I think it's best you don't show yeah. up when he's there and have your own life. With time, things will change, a year or two years. But, I mean, I, I really feel, you know, we have to respect the process of burying the past and let the right. dust settle, and I think he needs more time. Okay, I understand. <laughs> okay, Alice, thank you so much for calling. Good luck and have a good night. You too. Changing gears 100%, because I just have to play this voicemail from somebody who has a question about her man and uh, she needs help to understand what to do. So her voicemail is next. Stay with me. If you have a question for me during show hours or off show hours, 24-7, you can simply leave me a voicemail with your question at 855-905-8255, just like this one. Bonjour, Simon. Uh, I love your show. I just have a question on how I go about asking my husband. I've been married going on two years now. I've been with him for four years all together. Um, I caught him doing things by himself. And how do I go about telling him that I don't like that because it makes me feel unwanted and how do I go about bringing it up I've caught him and how it makes me feel thank you goodbye that's a dedicated question how do you tell your partner that um, they spend maybe too much time enjoying themselves instead of being with you basically my answer is next how would you react if you found your partner husband or wife or your partner, uh, enjoying themselves by themselves, for themselves, you get my drift, alone, okay? That's what happened to the woman who left me that voicemail, uh, who said, you know, I don't know if I should address it with him, you know, I I don't know what to do because I found him like that, you know, enjoying himself like that. So here's my answer. Don't say anything. You know, it's like you're not his mom, he's not, you know, a, a, a teenager, and those things can happen. So we have to be very tolerant and have a good sense of humor. You're not supposed to quote somebody, you know, like that. If it happens, just respect the privacy. And my advice is don't ever mention it. You're going to embarrass him. And that's this. If you can't respect the fact that, you know, he's having his time alone like this, it's not against you. So uh, as long as the ulala between you and him is good, please don't mention it. And remember, it's a human thing to do. It's not against you. That's my best advice. You calls are next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Marilyn. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Marilyn. So what's going on with your husband? How can I help you? So our ooh-la-la drives are definitely not in sync these days. Uh, I'm currently not working, so I'm just doing mm-hmm. stuff around the house. And he works from home, uh, but he pulls like 13 or 14-hour days. So by the end of the night, you know, when I'm wanting to be a little romantic, um, he kind of pushes me off a bit and says he's tired, um, you know, and then he always reminds me, well, I'm 41 and you're 33, so you have to understand that I'm 
getting older and my drive's not the same and I'm tired from work. So how do we find a middle ground to get reconnected? So I think what makes sense in what he's saying is the 12, 13, 14 hours a day work that definitely tires the man. Now for at 41, no, I'm sorry, you know, the Ulala drive is still very good. So it's more about mm-hmm. the work than about the drive. Now, um, there is something called spontaneous Ulala. So, you know, men in general in the morning are automatically more inclined for Ulala. And I don't know if it's possible in your schedule, but if you have to get him, get him in the morning because okay. every man in the morning is more ready to go naturally. Got it. Because it's like, here's what happens. If you stop having ulala, you lose the taste of ulala. It's like you forget how good and important it is, whether it's a man or woman. And then it's like, you know, forgetting the taste of chocolate mousse. If you don't have chocolate mousse for years, you forgot how good it was, or pancakes or wine or whatever. So you've got to bring back a bit of that sensation into his, you know, his, his mind, his body, and the vibes. So my advice to you, Marilyn, is to really go 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 at, at during the shower, enter the shower, and he's in the shower. But morning, before he has started his day of work, he will giggle. He will be just, I'm a man. I know what happens, you know, from 6 a.m. <laughs> to 9 a.m. You're on fire. <laughs> okay. So, so, okay, so I should wake up early and... And, and then that's it. Up. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And once he gets the magic sensation of romantic ulala in his body, his mind, trust me, I'm a guy. I know when this goes back like that, then he's going to want ulala with you uh, a lot more. All right. I'm going to try it. I think that sounds great. It sounds like a win win. I'm a morning person in general. So oh, I never thought listen. of that. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be good morning for both of you. And I mean it. Really good mornings from now on. Oh. Well, thank you so much, Simon. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for calling. <laughs> good luck and have a good night, Marilyn. Thank you. You too. Last question for tonight's show. Have you ever felt like you betrayed yourself in a relationship? I repeat. Have you ever felt like you betrayed yourself in a relationship? Yes, no, next. Have you ever felt like you betrayed yourself in a relationship? Yes, no, you know, like when um, you do things that you know are not in your interest or it's not following your ethics uh, but you, or your moral, but you do it anyway because of love, because of fear of rejection, you betray yourself in a relationship. So it's interesting because I really wanted to know how you felt about this. I posted that on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. Check it out if you don't yet, at Rendezvous Radio. 82% of you voted, yes, I have betrayed myself in a relationship. that's a huge number. And only 18% said, no, I haven't. And I have, so I'm part of the 82%. I think I betrayed myself in a couple of times by fear of rejection mostly. Anyway, so interesting to see that really we, a lot of us are the same, but still shocking. Thank you so much for listening tonight. Thank you for spending your evening with me. And thank you for voting on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. And I wish you a wonderful, peaceful night. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.